Learning to read. That plays a big part in your child's education, and especially if you're trying to give him the tools for self-education and a lifetime of learning. But does your child need to be reading before he begins that journey? Does he need to have that skill before he starts first grade? The answer is no, emphatically no, and especially no with the Charlotte Mason method. This beautiful, generous education does not depend on your students being able to read for himself in first grade. Let me tell you why. Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer. It is possible to give your student a delightful and rich education, even if he's not reading for himself yet. How? Well, first let's talk about the mindset, and then we'll look at the methods. A vital mindset of the Charlotte Mason approach is that your child is an individual person, and he deserves respect as a person. And respecting your child as a person means not trying to force him to grow at the same pace as other children just because their birthdays happen to be within the same year. Those individual children have different personalities, different strengths, different interests, and different experiences. They are all learning and growing, but they are not learning all the same things at the same time and at the same rate. Some might naturally take to math concepts, the ideas of Adding more or taking some away just makes sense to them. And those children grasp those concepts quicker than some others whose minds might more naturally be drawn toward letters and words or toward pictures and colors, for example. Respecting each child as a person means allowing each person to discover where his individual strengths lie and where his weaker areas lie, and to grow at his own pace in each of those areas. Grade levels should not mandate the pace at which your child learns. Grade levels are simply man-made labels that were created to help organize large groups of children that gathered to be educated in a community pool. When you're teaching your child at home, you have the wonderful freedom to tailor his education without worrying about those labels. Don't worry about grade numbers. You are educating an individual, so allow him to learn and grow at his own pace. That's the mindset. But how do you make that happen, and especially as it relates to reading? Doesn't a child have to be able to read and write in order to do first-grade level work? No, he doesn't. With Charlotte Mason methods, it's easy to give your student a great education, even if he can't read. You see, the books that we use are not written on a first-grade level and are not intended for the student to read for himself. In reading lessons, yes. But in every other subject in those early elementary years, the teacher reads aloud to the student and asks him to respond verbally, not in writing. 
handwriting and reading are reserved for specific lessons in handwriting and reading. The other subjects don't require those skills. Now, there's a great benefit to that approach. Your child can hear and comprehend books that are at a much higher level than he can read for himself. And he can express what he has learned at a much higher level than he can write for himself. So having you read aloud from those great books and asking him to respond verbally allows your student to learn at a higher level even if he's not reading and writing for himself yet. Plus, those higher-level books expose him to great writing, to hearing stories well-told and ideas well-put. Now, you may be thinking, well, how long is that going to take with me reading aloud everything every day? The answer is not long at all. When you use Charlotte Mason methods, there is great variety in each day's lessons. You're not sitting and reading all day long. In fact, in the early elementary years, you're reading from only two, sometimes three books per day, and those are short lessons. All of the rest of the lessons involve going outside, listening to music, working with objects, looking at art, making things with your hands, and other guided discovery that cover a wide range of subjects and use different parts of the brain and body. It's not all reading and writing. The beauty of a Charlotte Mason approach is that learning can still happen even as your student is growing in his reading skills. You can give your student a wide range of knowledge that does not depend on his being able to read. And for students who continue to struggle with reading, that learning through listening can continue as long as needed. With the Charlotte Mason approach, your student can learn history, science, geography, Bible, literature, art, music, math, poetry, and more, regardless of his reading or writing level. So yes, provide opportunities for your child to play with letters and their sounds. Be faithful to read to him and to introduce the ideas of how letters fit together to make words. Some children will grasp those ideas quickly and take off. Others will take longer. And some may take even longer. But remember that each child is an individual. Give him the respect he deserves as a person. Be careful not to push when it comes to learning to read. Whether that push arises from panic or from enthusiasm. Some parents panic because they feel like their child is behind and should be at a certain reading level at a certain age. To those parents, I would say, don't allow a number to pressure you or your child, whether that number is his age or the label of a grade level. When you teach the child as a person, there is no behind. There's only where you are now and what's next. Some parents push because they love reading so much themselves, and they want their child to experience that joy. To those parents, I would say, 
by all means, let your child see your enthusiasm for reading, but be careful not to allow it to make him feel like he's not measuring up. See, when you put pressure on your child to read, when he's not developmentally ready to do that, you can inadvertently set up two destructive habits. One is, I'm not good at reading. And the other is, I don't like reading. And neither of those attitudes will serve your child well. So give him respect as an individual and let him learn and grow at his own pace. Be faithful, be enthusiastic, but don't push. And even if your child is not yet reading for himself when it's time to start formal lessons in what we call first grade, rest assured that your student can still learn and grow in a wide variety of subjects. He can still receive a generous and delightful education even as he continues to go at his own pace in learning how to read. It's possible, and pretty simple, with the Charlotte Mason Method. I'll leave a link in the description to our reading kits that are designed to let each child go at his own pace through short, play-based, multi-sensory activities. Kit 1 is called Playing with Letters and Sounds, Kit 2 moves on to Words I Can Build, and then Kit 3 helps you guide your student from words to books. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you next time.